Welcome, Dr. James Beckett, Sports Card Insights, outtake episode from Hobby Hotline from last Saturday. thought I'd move on this pretty quickly because we started talking about Albert Pujols is in the news as he hit his 700th home run just the day before. So that was a big topic. Thanks, sponsors. Tops Panini, Upper Deck, Heritage Auctions, Huggins & Scott Auctions, Mike Stadium Sports Cards, Burbank Sports Cards, ComC.com, Beckett Media, Beckett Grading, Beckett Authentication. So Val Mars was the quarterback slash engineer. Logan Ward was on the call as well. Tracy Hackler was a guest host and Brody the Kid and myself. And we had a number of commenters and callers. When I'm on these other shows, sometimes things pop up that are just the, the topic of the day or of the week or of the moment. Albert Pujols, very worthy of a whole episode, but that's most of what we talked about. So I thought I'd just pull that out and pass it on. Thanks, co-hosts. And thank you again. Listen to Hobby Hotline in its entirety. Again, this is just a very short segment out of where you usually go for a little more than an hour. So here is the discussion that we had. Ten security guards help them exit the stadium. So much for the meet the player, get a jersey, sign back. So he did not go to the correct school of negotiation. Whoever speaks first in the negotiation usually loses. So he's mm-hmm. losing in the court of public opinion. He should have just kept his mouth shut and said, I'm a collector. I really love this. It'd, be, it'd take a lot to pry this away from me. It's going to go on my mantle. Overwhelm me with an offer. And if Pujol says, well, I'll give you a bat. <laughs> I'll give you a jersey. I'll give you a ball. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I guess Dr. Beckett needs to be consulted there for I'll be the intermediary, uh, yeah. Exactly. So, of course, like you were saying, Brody, even if he didn't get it, he was a future Hall of Famer. This is just a massive milestone. And they were talking about it's funny how collectors are with the collecting. So they mentioned that he had 18 years of hitting over 20 home runs or more, which is a long feat. And like you say, Dr. Becker, in the dollar boxes and stuff like that, it's just it's strange where people are chasing these latest and hottest rookies. And now you have this established Hall of Famer. They're chasing everything, but it's not going to be rookie cards in a dollar box, but they're going to be some decent cards in there. And all that stuff is selling in some of my stuff. Just talking about the $3 million, it sounds ridiculous, but I'll bet that guy, if his privacy has been breached and we know who he is, where he lives, Ken Golden will be at his doorstep or heritage or Leland's or any of those, every one of them would like a piece of that action to help him or her, I guess it's a him, to transact the ball in a public auction or even a private sale. It's like the college football recruiting. Everybody's trying That's, to get to him. He might get hounded. He really might get hounded. I wish this happened towards the national level because it would be pretty awesome if one of the auction houses had it on display. That'd be pretty cool. So can we expect the same kind of thing if and when Aaron Judge hits number 60? I've heard estimates that ball may be worth anywhere from half a million to 1.2 million is what some people are placing the value on that ball already. Yeah, it's like the Brady ball. It's the ball of the moment. And things can be retracted or if Judge keeps going, he's hitting his stride. Look, look, when you were talking about it, I was just thinking of Yankee Stadium. There's nobody behind first base or third base. Everybody's in the outfield. <laughs> People bring fishing nets or whatever. Kind of like they did when Hank Aaron broke Babe Ruth's record. They did that down at Fulton County Stadium. But it went it's, in the bullpen, didn't it? I think it did. It landed the bullpen. Yeah, I, I really hope it goes into the bullpen. So can I, I get a ticket for the bullpen? <laughs> <laughs> I hope he either goes in the bullpen or I hope he stays at a flat 60 
Roger Bears keeps his record. Judge, you can have it when you're really starting to get in his prime in the five years. If I was pitching to Aaron Judge right now, I would be throwing curveballs and knuckle curves and sliders all in the dirt. Judge is so big, just throwing in the dirt. Let him take his walk. Hey, if he scores, good. But then he doesn't get his home run record, and you don't have to be the guy that gave up his second home run. And you'd be out of baseball. Yeah, year. <laughs> they don't like that. Somehow the union, the players association, that would put a black mark on the pitcher that did that. That's considered not sporting, Brody. I hear what you're saying. The objective is supposed to be to win the game. <laughs> just don't throw win. anything inside. You throw that's it. Just don't throw anything. Well, make that, it hit. that makes sense. But again, uh, Brody, you pitch, right? You, you pitch some, right? Because basically, if you try to throw an inside strike and it's just off a little bit, it's in the meat of the bat. Put yourself into the shoes of the person that's catching these balls. How would you feel about it? Me, personally, I catch it. Yeah, I'm going to keep it and try to get what I can out of it. Because I'm just an average Joe. I love the sport and all of that, but this could be life-changing money for someone. So why wouldn't I try to get as much as I can for it? Because ultimately, it's always going to be someone getting something for it. I'm not saying that I would get rid of it straight away. I might hold on to it for one year, two years, three years, five years, whatever. It's like that rainy day policy. You know what I'm saying? If something happens, I've got this right here that can potentially help smooth things out. I know a lot of people jump on everyone and say, oh, they should give it back. They should do this. They should do that. If I were in their shoes, I wouldn't be giving it back. Not initially. Kind of like Dr. James said, listen to offers, listen to what they have to say. Two things. One, very possibly not Pujols' last home run. Okay, that's one thing. That would beg for maybe doing it sooner. And the second thing that I would say, even though I'm a capitalist, I probably would sell for less to Pujols himself. I don't know that I I would take this huge haircut, but if Pujols made a reasonable and then I had a cash offer from somebody else for a little bit more, I'd want to give it to Pujols. Right. Yeah, no, exactly. Not give it, but transact it. And I'm a Cardinals fan, but definitely you'd want to consult people as well. Like consult auction houses. What do you think it's going to bring? If they say, oh, it's going to bring a million dollars. If Albert comes up and says like, all right, I'll give you 500, would you take it? I would, but that's just me. The other thing I would think about selling it sooner too is, We've seen a lot of guys that have said they're going to retire, <clears throat> Tom Brady, and then come back. Surprise, I'm back. Maybe Pools is like, all right, I'm going to wait it out. Personally, I think definitely he would retire now at this point. It would be hard for me to retire if I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm at 698, 699, whatever. I got to get there. You're missing the negotiation that Pools can do with this guy. He mm-hmm. says, look, if you don't give me the ball, I will not retire. <laughs> making your ball worth less. So either right. get it to me for a reasonable price or I'm going to keep going and my 715 ball that I'm going to have in July of next year will be the big bucks and your ball will be chopped. And to be quite honest, if you're Pujols, what do you have to lose? He'd be having a victory tour even more so right. next year if he went around. He's yeah. loved and appreciated and 
what he's done the last couple of months is amazing. Keeps on hitting home runs until they land in the bullpen where you can get it back. And then that's going to be the last one. Exactly. I'm just happy to see him do it. It's something that we won't see for a long time ever again. How would you feel if you caught something or ended up with something monumental? such as something like that, what would you do? The uh, positive karma part of myself thinks, hey, just give it to him. But then a ball of that significance is going to garner a lot of money. And mm-hmm. it is life-changing because I'm just a regular guy. And I would definitely sell it. And I would probably do it like what Dr. Beckett says. Just hang on to it for a little bit, wait for the offers, see what, feel mm-hmm. it out, and then probably go ahead and sell it. I think so, because you can change your life as well as other people's lives in the process if you really think about it. You don't have to make it all about yourself at the end of the day. Um, No, it would really help my family. That would be a great thing. So it's pretty cool that the guy that caught it, I saw the photo. There was like screen grab of him like in the air, like holding it up as he was catching it. The funniest thing was the guy that was back behind him was giving him the stink eye. There's a policy, I think, in Major League Baseball and maybe all the sports They don't pay cash for this. They will trade you. They don't want to set a precedent. So Mm -hmm. rarely hear about money, but you're going to overwhelm him with a bunch of stuff that they pull off the rack. And that means if a guy gives it to Pujols, now he's got some other personalized items that he can sell. But he may want to keep those too, but he's not going to get an equivalent thing. He's not even going to probably even get equivalent value. Yeah. Even if Pujols says, I'll spend a day with you, that's priceless. It's not worth $3 million. Tracy, how much would you spend for a day with John Elway? It wouldn't be three million. I'm saying, but yeah, like I think I'd like to think I would like, as like a collector who's been smiled upon from up above to have the career I've had. If I caught that ball, I would probably give it to him and hope he'd give me an autographed bat or something. Because I'm not so money motivated, and people are in different situations. But I'd like to do right by Pulos if I could, and maybe by the game, and not worry so much about. What's in it for me? I say that now. In the situation, what, what do I do? You Maybe you say you want to be his guest at the Hall of Fame induction. And that's easy for them to pull off. But that's a pretty amazing thing. But Tracy could say, no, I don't want to be at the induction. I want to introduce you, Albert. <laughs> <laughs> and, I want to be mentioned. And I want speech. you to get me autographs of every living <laughs> Hall of Famer that's there. <laughs> And you just keep piling it on. But I don't need any money, Albert. I just want No. (laughs) And I want to be mentioned in your speech, too. If it was discovered that in July of this year, he took some PEDs, (sighs) which would then taint the last couple of months. It certainly would. A guy that really was a stud for so long. But if they found out that, hey, somebody gave me these shots or pills or whatever, and they said everything was fine, and all of a sudden I got the fountain of youth, it'd be terrible for the integrity of the game. I think the home run derby and winning a round, I think that might have boosted him a little bit. That was really awesome. One, if anything, this does to his trading card values. He's already at that level where not much can vault it up. Dr. Becker was talking about looking for stuff in the dollar boxes. And definitely, he's a future Hall of Famer, even if he didn't hit 700. But it's interesting how the collectors, it's just so many new players coming up and everybody's chasing the next pool holes that's a rookie. And they forget about the older guys, the lifelong great stats. Because we were saying, I think it was 18 years of 20 or more home runs. I decided out of my mind. But this definitely helps, I would think. 
and another resurgence, maybe revisit and going after maybe you can't afford. I'm not familiar with the prices of the 2001 polls or 2002 or 2003, somewhere you can get closer to the rookie year that's somewhat in your budget, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably pretty affordable. You know, across most of my Com C cards are under ten bucks, five or ten bucks, something yeah. like that. Now, I've sold twice as many holes in the last month as I have that I would expect to. It's just, yeah, it, it reaches all the way down. It's not just people going after the rookies. So, For sure. that's healthy. That's good. If your roadshow places as you're expanding every month, Tracy, I think <laughs> there has to be people coming in asking for holes. Could be rookie, second year, third year, twelfth year, whatever. Just yeah. uh, interesting cards. Because they want to have some, because he's in the news and he's, he's worthy of collecting. He's worthy of collecting. Hundred percent. You're exactly right, Doctor Beckett. The most frequented place in any of our shops are the bargain box tables, and we have like boxes with one dollar, five dollar, ten dollar, and people, kids of all ages, families will come in and sit down for an hour, two hours, and just go through it. They'll spend thirty bucks on ten cards. People want a piece of their players, and that could be a rookie autograph. RPA with six colors and whatever, or it could be a 10th year cool photo or cool insert. 